0: Noel Ah, Mordechai. So, first of all. Tomorrow we're gonna to have slichas right here, even after the second shi- the, the second minion, first minion for sure. You're gonna have slichas right. 545. 545, first minion, second minion, slichas right after. We have these little sheets here. If you want to see what we're gonna say, I don't know. It's not all of it. I don't think. Okay. Also, sheer on Rosh Hashanah itself. The first day Rosh Hashanah at four thirty, and is at five thirty. Not here, next door. And the second day, Rosh Hashanah, shir is Matze Yantev. First, year is, and I want to be the first one to say this. I was learning the daf today. I think it's incredible. Last year, when we were learning the daf on Rosh Hashanah, the, the daf was about Rosh Hashanah. This year, I think it's incredible. You heard it here first. Tofshin Pei bays is going out, Tofshin Pei Gimbal coming in, daf Pei bays, daf Pei Gimbal. I think it's incredible. Uh, so the first daf on say Yantav is Pei Beis. Second daf will be uh, Pei Gimel, sorry, pay Gimel, you're right. First shir first on pay Gimel, second shir on Pei Beis, because Pei Beis is already going to be said on the first day of 9 9.30, like tonight. Dear Belli, this coming Sunday will be for fall of Barber's one-year anniversary since joining MDY. This is from Yochanan Itzquit. Right after Sikwis, he will Hashem, finish his eighth of since starting with us. As I'm very proud of his accomplishments, I can't help thinking about my own journey with MDY. I started at the end of Irvin, coming from a small Tafyemi Chabura, which I sadly left during COVID. As soon as quarantine was over, I tried several online shiurim, but none of them worked for me. When I heard about MDY, I, was, I really wanted to try it, but I was nervous about joining a shiur that had 3,000 people in it. I believe that was how large it was back then. I was calling from a history of small Chaburus, where the members at Achdos were a small, and were a small little family. How was I ever going to form a Kesha with so many people? I tried out one chair and was hooked right away. Then I started going to some live shiurim and meeting a few of the Chaburus, and although I never met them in person, I felt like I already knew them from the emails in the shiurim. Fast forward almost two years, and Baruch Hashem, I'm proud to say that MDY is my second family. I would say first family, but my wife may hear this. May hear this. Last Friday afternoon, just before Shabbos, I was talking to Yossi Klein on the phone. And I happened to mention that my son was traveling with the Munsey bus on Munzi Shabbos to come back to Brooklyn for the first night of Slichus with my Rebbe. He immediately became upset at me. Yochanan! That's how he pronounces it. Yochanan! How do you have a son who's learning a Muncie? you don't tell me? Make sure he calls me right after the Shabbos and I'll drive to the bus. I tried to argue that it wasn't necessary and I was going to Uber him to the bus stop, but Yossi wouldn't hear of it. Not only did he go pick up my son from Yeshiva, but he sat with him in the car until the bus came, so he shouldn't have to wait by the bus stop alone. Then he called me to let me know that everything's okay. And if he ever needs anything, Yeshiva, they let him know right away. When I told my wife about this, she couldn't believe it. But I could. This is MDY. This is the achdos, the Chesed, the Hafez Yisrael, and the beautiful message that our group with you at the help. Spreading throughout Kalah Yisrael, I'm very proud to go into Rosh being a part of this wonderful group. Thank you, Rebellion, every single member of the MDY team. For giving us all a chance to head towards the Yom Niroyim with some extra protexia. Have a ksivah mm-hmm. chasimatoyva yochenon itzkiwitz, yishkoyach. Dear Belly and the entire MDY team, wishing you and your family and the best of everything always. Thank you for all you do. You give me chizuk and focus daily since Yuma. Pay vav. Chasivah chasimatoyva, good kibbenchior, your Talmud Glenband. And the koilel is sponsored for the success of our family that we married to always crown Hashem. The sponsor for my children. Got yeah, just before I came to year, like a very disturbing message that Jeff Rosner says that his son needs a tremendous rachamishmaim, inoperable brain tumor. In schos my son, yeshiva Bakr comes home limping a little bit. In schos my son, Yosef Simcha Chaim Ben Sarachana. Rufua Shlema. Amen. Maybe we'll say some tilam after share. The rest of the stuff: the official mitzvah motivators, Avraham Ramanasha, Ben Chana, Brocha, Rufua Shlema. The sponsor of the month, Lil Nishmas, mm-hmm. Ben Moisha. Second sponsor of the NY family, Lillian Nishmas, mm-hmm. Ezra Tuvia, Yaakov Ben Esali, Ezra Palakal, Third sponsor by the Lock and Loving families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah is the best segula. Fourth, Parnas, Rufua Shlema, Yicheska Ben Leia. Fifth, Parnas, as is schus, That Hashem should watch over me and ensure that I'm completely healthy. Today's sponsor, Gedalia Miller, Miller Hatzlocha, Rev. Eli and M.D.Y. Family Hatzlocha, Keshe Nafshi, Shabbaton, Israel. Okay. I got to make up my mind if I'm going there or not. Keshe Nafshi, you guys know what that is? Abba Renner. In honor of Rebelli and all the Heilegi Yidin who thought that they couldn't do it and then did. Shkwech Abba Renner. He's Shia it 20 daf. He's thinking about himself, it's almost Hashanah, So if you kinda of committed to learning for Avi, it's almost there. But learn it no matter what. Okay, we're holding by the Mishnah, the first Mishnah, a nine base, a little bit less than halfway down. The official Mishnah is sponsored by the MDY Till, no, by Moshe Horn. You forgot to send to me. By Moshe. By Moshe. Yeah. Moshe, Cohen. Moshe Cohen. Schoz for? Atzlocha <laughs> 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 and Parnassa. <this book. laughs> and v'chol anyanum. Naflu la'avodim u'shvachay So we're talking again about the different properties that Shalem What's your name? Shalom? Shalom From? Lod over here. It's Israel, Yeah, Kodesh, Lod. Shalom Kim Tzadik. Wow, wow. Where, where's the island from? Keep ahead. We have we have a lot of seats here. We have a bunch of seats all the way in the front. Shalom Aleichem. my am Just starting here. Okay. So. Huh? Yeah. No. No. They need Gemaras. Give, give them some Gemaras. Okay, so the woman has nechasim, the nechasim, the principal belongs to the wife, the peyrois, the produce that comes off the nechasim goes to the husband. What about slaves? So you have a slave, slave produces, the actual slave is. Where are you guys from? What's going on here? Came here from Yishalayim? What's up? Gevadzev, okay, that's pretty much your you look very familiar. What's your name? Ah, Okay, Wow, this is the first time in person, though, right? No, No, I mean here in Sheer. Yeah, wow. Rebbe and Torah Vadas, was it? Yeah, Givaldik, Wow. Where's his son? was the bar mitzvah? He left him at home. Very nice. So these are your sons, Two? friends. Wow. Okay. Givaldik, okay, I don't want to embarrass anybody here. In alaykum. you are? From, Nachum we're from? Paskir Sefer, okay, a bunch of Israelis here. Gevaldik. Now we have an issue. You have old slaves. So, either the, according to Rashi, according to Rashi, either the husband or the wife, one of them is concerned that the slave is going to drop dead. And there's not going to be any value there. Either the wife is nervous; she's not going to have any principal left, or the husband is nervous; he's not going to have any payros. So one of them could force the other one to sell yimachru. And what do you do with the money? You buy some fields with it, and the husband gets to enjoy the payros. She could put her foot down, even if the husband is concerned that he's not going to have pay raise soon, She can say, look, I grew up with a slave, made in South Africa, made. I grew up with this person. I don't want to sell this person. It's it's sentimental. It it, it gives honor to my father's family. I don't want to sell it. Same case almost. Trees that are on their last leg, olive trees that are old, older vines, Again, the wife says, I don't want to sell them. He says, no, you need to sell them. He says, I don't want to sell. She says, we got to sell them. They're, worth, they're going to be worthless next year. So you sell them and whatever profit you have, you buy real estate, you buy fields, and the payers go to the husband, the principal remains, the wife. Over here, it's not Reb Shimon Gamliel, it's Rebbe Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda. jumps in and says, same thing that Reb Shimon Gamliel said in the Reisha, leitim even the vines, the the vineyard has a certain prestige for the father, for her house, for the for mishpacha. Look, we own this famous vineyard. Sentimental, whatever you want to call it, she could say no. I don't want to sell. Omarav Omarav. So the gemara's have a was in, in the name of rab. If. It comes with a field. In other words, there's this ground, and there's a tree that grows there. And if there's no more tree, at least she'll have a principle, the field itself. So have. Yeah, but when the, she doesn't own the field itself, she inherited a tree alone, standalone tree. And once the tree is gone, she has zero. timkor. Then, according to everybody, you sell it. Mishum de because. The, there's not going to be any principle left. Mascula, Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef has a bomb kasha. We have two cases in the Mishnah. We have a Mishnah of the, the case of the tree and the case of the slave. But a slave is a standalone human being. He doesn't come with any base, he doesn't come with a field. Once he's gone, he's gone. Yet there's a machlaikis, even in a standalone object. So a standalone tree should be the same thing. It should be a machlaikis, even if it doesn't come with any property. Eliyit ma'ochi yitzmar. So yeah, you're right. We have to say, you have to say a bracha. Eliyit ma'ochi yitzmar. Omer Rav can Omer Rav. Machlokes besad she'enah shalav. Okay, a little different. What Rav was saying is there's machlokes when there's no field. of besad shalav, but when she has a field, we're called loy timkar. Mipnei shevach Once she owns the field, now you have the problem of the sentimental value of the. The honor it gives the family. She could put her foot down and say, I don't want to sell it. The Heligim Mishnah is sponsored, official Mishnah. Sponsored by Moishe Cohen. She had In a great year. al So again, The, does anybody recognize this tie, by the way? Nobody? Bellworks. works. Bellwork. Bell works. No, it's, it was, yeah, it's bell works. And the day I was on the same day. It was the hour before, it was on the Ami cover. Because like, I didn't wear it in like three months. To to like a woman, can't wear the same bag. <laughs> yeah, 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 what? How I forget it's a big mural in my house. Yeah, I know, you and that other guy that framed it, yeah. He gets, now he has to work the field. He goes, he buys a $400,000 tractor, thinking his big he's big is going to buy. Now he doesn't have to rent one. He buys one and then he takes out like $10,000 worth of fruit. He invests a lot in the field and he pulls out very little food. If he has a tremendous atzlach, a lot, a lot of fruit. Like that video, I saw somebody, I think I mentioned in Sheer. this uh, non-religious guy he said he's never seen anything like it. Without watering the date trees, they pulled out unbelievable produce, which he said it's, I don't know, I don't know anything about dates. He said that without water, they usually don't, they a bunch of duds. This year, beautiful tasting dates. So he didn't invest even in water, and he was able to pull out all these dates. What did that guy say? $15,000 per tree or $5,000. A lot of of money each tree. (coughs) Pulls out a lot of dates or a lot of fruit. Doesn't matter how much he invested. They have a deal. He gets all the produce. He just has to invest in it. It doesn't matter how much he invests. He pulls out. If he spent too much, it's his problem. Too little, her problem. if he pulled out zero, but he's able, he put money into it. In that case, he swears and he takes money from the wife. He gets paid back. As long as he eats a little bit, he has to suffer the consequence. In other words, he invested a million dollars and took out one dollar. Too bad. That's it. He loses the million. Omer Basi, Afilu gregeres achas. Even one dried fig. As long as he eats it relaxed at a table, sitting down, slowly, normally, that's the sheer. So just because it's Rosh Hashanah, the Avi and Hillel, they're telling me, they once went on a cruise, and the price was very good. It's like literally like five hundred dollars a person, for but it's unbelievable all the food. But the way they get you is on drinks. Anytime you want a drink, boom, they get you. And there's other things that they get you on. There, They they know they know what they're doing. First, they get you in. They lure you in. Then they get on the drinks. If this is Rabbi Israel's salanter, this world. If you take a drink. You, you have Gashmis. You have a little bit extra than you need. The loss is tremendous. The is it's like this Mishnah. You have, if you take a little bit, a little bit, you lose everything. I don't know if you lose everything. Shal Salanta, the Vinligar, speaks about it. In benefiting in this world, using Hana in this world, you lose a lot of Yoylam Haba. Unless, unless you work on the cruise ship. If you work on the cruise ship, then you're, you're part of the cruise ship. So then you take drinks, you eat, you do whatever you want, it's all free. You have to work on the cruise ship. If you're just a, a guest on the cruise ship, then they, they get you real good. So the marshal is that if you work on the cruise ship, you come to this world, and you bring more people to Torah, and your, your focus is serving HaGadosh Baruch then the Hanas, then even the, the Gashmi is, is free. They don't get you on the Gashmias. but if you're just a guest here, you don't. You have nothing to do with anything. You're not. You're not involved in Torah. You're not involved in getting other people to Torah. You're not Rafal in the barber or whatever. He's it. Ah, you had that steak. You didn't have to have it. They charge you big time. Says the Gemara. Omar Rabbi Abo, Amir be Rav. Say the name of Rav. Afilu shigro de Tamri. I think it's Aschgochah Brothers. We're right here. Right before everything's Aschgochah Brothers. Right before Hashanah, bringing talking about the dates and of course I've been on a on a mission now to to help the Oilam <laughs> um who's Mendy was all upset why why am I talking about the the pomegranate why not that's the no because when I lived in America I have to show you this sugar the Dikla is this thing right over here you see this date cake that's even it's a it's a cheap kind of I guess it's the the leftover days whatever but I need to tell the Olam that when I lived in America, I hated dates. I never liked the date. Until I found the dates here in roll. they have them all over the world. But I guess, so I, this is a community service announcement. Here, these are the types of dates. <laughs> you want to go with the one on the left. What are you laughing? The one on the left, the medjool. You got to look for the medjool. If you eat that, it's like candy. You're going to, you're not. Even that in Rosh Hashanah you need it. You know what? It's not like the head of the fish. They put it in your mouth. This is the real deal. So I think in America they go with the ajwa. I don't know what they're doing here. It's Like other stuff. Look, Do they sell medjool in America? I'm sure they do. But in Rosh Hashanah that's not what the Oilem buys. right? They buy the, the, the Shavach stuff. What? Those who know. Now MDY knows. All the Oilem and MDYs. It's nice, juicy. Some of the here they sell it in the refrigerator. It has to be refrigerated. It's the whole thing. Okay. Just thought I would let the Oilem know. You make it, make it it first of yeah, you have to make it bracha on it first because it's one of the shibes aminim. Another thing that I got very into pomegranate here in Israel. I don't know. Also, it was not not as gishmak there. Okay, they have good fruit here. What that before pomegranate? That before pomegranate because it's on the top of the list of the thing. Wow, Psh, nice, nice. Also, I need to show you this Lush and Rashi here. Very interesting I like, I like these interesting Lahaness. Rashi, like, I don't know, eight lines down. He says, the hizu. I just thought it was interesting. Nothing special. I mean, it's an interesting Lashon. It's the Girs of idiots. Okay? Great. Let's go weiter. <laughs> what? What did you say? I don't know. Boy Rav Bivi. the tamrimai. If somebody made beer at a dates, and, pre- and pressed it, and pre- nothing left. What do you have, a bunch of skin? and not, came out nothing. Is that something that if the husband eats, he loses mil- his million dollars? Take. Lo mai? What if he ate a bunch of dates, and he was really hurried? He was stuffing them down his mouth. He was not, he was not enjoying himself. He was not by the table, like, like Rashi explains. He has to be nice by the table. Stop. What are you looking up over there? On the Majul? On <laughs> 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 the Kirsah shaitem. Rabbi Yosef, you know, I mentioned shlafrag, shamshi shlafrag a number of times. Here he is, he's matzi shav as he comes. shamshi shlafrag. <laughs> Tamat <laughs> <laughs> chacham. <laughs> he's looking up stuff for us. Okay. So what's the shir? How many of these dates? So he's, oh, he's running around, but he stuffed his mouth with 25 dates. Isn't that worth like one date by, by a table? The size of an isar, one twenty-fourth of a dinar. No, it's a big machlaikis. Twenty-four times the amount of the first man. Okay, but there's a certain cheer that you eat, and if you eat that cheer, then the husband is liable for everything. He doesn't get paid back. I thought I should have taken a picture I had a picture but I forgot that on Shabbos when I was learning it what animal eats vines only only one only I, I only know of one animal an elephant what animal eats branches most what no they eat leaves I think not a big mumcha, but the little I have seen they eat leaves anyway rashi says pill so what if he didn't eat dates? He didn't have his own benefit, but he gave the benefit to his animal. He took vines, he took branches off the trees and he gave it to the animal. Says Rabbi Yehuda, that's enough to make the He invested a million dollars. The guy didn't go to Dafiyam, he doesn't know. And he decided, okay, I'll take six, seven branches and give it to my elephant. That's it. He doesn't get his million dollars back. Had he not given the elephant any branches, he would have retreated, he would have recouped his million dollars. <laughs> if, we're talking about Chazakir, the famous Cheskas Shalishanem, if you sit in somebody's field and you eat the crap, you eat the apples off the tree, and you're there for three seasons, three years, it becomes yours. What if the first three years that he's in the field, it's Arla, he's not allowed to eat the tree. So instead of eating the tree, he took branches off the tree and he gave it to his elephant. That's enough that shows that he owns the field. So no one could come after him and say, hey, I was quiet because all you did was you used branches and I'm not ma'ako. No, nope, branches are chazak. What about shviz, Rabbi the You hear what's going on in shvis We're literally on the last day of Shemitah. Last day of Shemitah, here we go, shvis I want to remind the Olam to write a prosbul. Write a prosbul. The, the, the first minion wrote a prosbul on Friday. The second minion. Is going to write one tomorrow. It's better to write tomorrow. It's close to closer Rosh Hashanah. I also want to point out that there's a, an Indian to lend a pruta. Give somebody a shekel. Give somebody a dollar and say here, here. I was going to lend you 50 shekels. Do tomorrow. Do tomorrow. And if he doesn't get it, if he doesn't take it back from me, he's making the mitzvah of Shemitah's ksfim. It's a mitzvah. The reason to to let shemitah come. So now because we do a prizbal and we're not doing that mitzvah, so there's an Indian to give. Does anybody else want to be of the mitzvah with me now? (laughs) (laughs) Because over there, you never know if she'll take you back. Most likely. I know if I was my wife, she'll say, adios. It's a, I don't know, try it. Let me know how it went for you. Yeah. Yeah. Avi, I, 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 I wish I had my wallet on me, Avi. I would do it with you, but I just... Okay, anyway. There's such an Indian So again, Shemitah, why does Shemitah not work? If one of the... Obviously, Shemitah is not three years. Chazak is for three years. One of the three years is Shemitah. I come into the field and I start eating apples off the tree. It means nothing, because the whole world comes in there and eats apples. But if I come in there... And I start grabbing branches off the tree that shows it's mine, because nobody's allowed to touch the branches. Here in Yisrael, I don't know if you have this coming here, you go into a paradise, you go anywhere you want, you take a again right off the tree. Big signs there say, please don't ruin our trees. You have to be careful. People come and they start twisting the estrig right off the tree. They don't come with a snipper. They ruin the guy's tree. They work all year long to make sure that everything's perfect and the thorns and the this, literally all year. And then the people come in there and they, they ignore the signs. With the signs, they're schlepping and ripping. Its, mouth. it's unbelievable. But you're not allowed to take the branches. You're allowed to take the fruit. My I, Zeshaya today, I knocked on my neighbor's door. Luckily, she didn't open up. I wanted to, I said, I came to her. I wanted to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask her, hopefully, her husband. Say, it says on, when you walk into my building, this, she, has a, she lives on the first floor and she put up a sign. And it says like this. All the cows are hefker. Because she forgot to put a yud in there. So it says, all the parois are hefker. I want to ask her <laughs> if I could take one of her cows. Like, what do you mean, a cow? It's like, it says cow. Oh, you mean pair? Okay, whatever. Baruch Hashem, she didn't open up the door. No, seriously, I'm, I'm going to knock. I'm still going to do it. All right. So, again, so take using the wood is a chazaka. Uklaim. Climb means if you have a vineyard. And you plant, according to everybody, if you plant wheat, some say even other vegetables, if you plant wheat in your vineyard, the fruit is also, the grapes are also bad no. But, if he uses, you're not allowed to use the grapes, he uses the vines themselves, that's a chazaka. I raise a chazaka. Oh, so according to Rabbi Yehuda that using the, the, the wood, creates a chazaka. So Amela, it also creates a usage of the field. If the husband uses wood and gives it to his elephant or whatever he does with it, then that's it. He had a na from, from the field and any expense that he had is too bad on him. He doesn't get it back. What if he married a minor because her mother married her off and it's only the rabbanon? We explained this a thousand times in the last year. Chacham didn't want her to be hefker. So they gave the mother a right. Even though the rice, it's not a good marriage, they gave the mother a right. Then she could do miyun. So he goes and he starts working the field. Chacham said that everything, all his expenses are paid for. It's like, <laughs> Now, we have to just explain this halacha quickly because we're going to be touching this halacha. If somebody goes into somebody else's field and works the field, without permission even, and this happens, I'll give you a mushal. I think it was a ma'as or even if not, it's very, a guy orders an air conditioner. He says, "I live on the first floor. I'm putting the key under the mat." The air conditioner guy comes, and he picks up the mat. He finds the key, goes into the house, installs the air conditioner. The guy calls him up in the evening. He says, "No, when are you going to come for the air conditioner?" He says, "I installed it." He says, "No, you didn't." Turns out that the guy picked up the wrong mat. He picked up the mat of the neighbor, and he installed the air conditioner for the neighbor. Now what? Who does the neighbor have to pay for the air conditioner? What? Your age, That's what we're talking about. Your age, shows. So it depends. If it's normal to put in air conditioners, and this is what he was about to do, so he gets, he has to pay for the, whatever's normal. But if not, then he only pays for the expense. So in this case, if this katana's field was ready to be planted and worked, so he would get, like an RS. he would get, Whatever the, the golden rate is, a, a third of all the profits. If not, all he gets is the hourly rate whatever. He worked for 20 hours, he gets $100 in Shalman Yisrael. So this guy, he's married to Akhtana. You don't say, oh, well, he, he, he ate. No, it's a little different. Why? My timer. We don't want the husband, this guy, to be concerned that any minute his daughter, his wife, the tana, is going to divorce him, do me unto him, send him back home. So he's going, to, he's going to ruin the field. So we don't have to ruin the field. We say, listen, you're going to get paid back nicely. Just do it. You're going to love this story. There's a woman who, they sent her a telegram. Some shliach said, listen, your father, bad news and good news, your father died. The good news is he left you 400 Zuz. Shmak, okay, how do I get it? She's married to one of the biggest Chachamim of the generation. Ozil Gavr, her husband goes, he spent 600 Zuz in order to pick up her 400 Zuz. Okay. I see Arbamel Listen, he's not such a big Shaita. There's Half the people that live in New York, They're the same shaitim. They drive all the way to New Jersey so they can fill up a little gas and it costs them $45 to get there and two hours of their drive and they come back and they forgot that they they already had, you know, three quarters of the thing was full. Anyway, there's a lot of shaitim like that. Or the famous mice of... the. This, this is a, you know, it's a fictional story, but the, around the world in 80 days I was familiar, the guy made a bet that he's going to go around the world. It's an it's a l- old old story, 150 years old. He's going to go around the world, and, and he bet his friend they could do it in 80 days, And, uh, and if he wins, he'll get 20,000 pounds. At the end, it cost him like 50,000 pounds to go around the world, and he missed it by one day, something like that. OK, anyway, a lot of shaitim. Huh? Yeah, yeah. It was because of the date line. Had he gone the other way, he would have made it. But because he missed the day, he went this way. And the, it, 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 huh? No, according to the mice, I think he got married. He found a wife. But he didn't get it. I don't know. Okay. I ain't chum. It cost him more. Zog <laughs> the I see Arben Mall. He brings back the 400. Now he has a box of 400 with him. Again, 400, usually a guzma, means a lot of money. <laughs> the poor guy, he wasted all his money on the trip. Now he has zero. But he has a box of her money. so he goes into the box and takes one Zuz out of the 400 and he uses it for Uber. <laughs> so now he comes to Rebami. You know what? Tough luck. Because you took one Zuz out of her money, that means you benefited like, like using some sticks, some some branches. That's it. Now you lost everything. Had you not touched that box on the way back, we would have paid for your expenses. But you did not you, t- you, you used one Zuz. Too bad on you. They got divorced, obviously. And now they're coming to... He wants to get paid up. No, you made a mistake a little bit. This is, the story is slightly different. That's if the husband dipped in to the produce. Oh, but over here, he's dipping in, he's taking from, oh, Rabbi is here. He's taking from the principal. Okay. Okay. So this is a guy that spent a lot of money, and didn't eat. He swears how much he he spent, and he gets his money back. Let me ask the Olam, Asha'ilah, how much money does he get back? New, anybody? How much money does he get back? He spent 600, how much money does he get back? Anybody, New? 400. 400, very nice, close. Who says, anybody else? 600. Anybody? Anybody else? There's another number. 399. 399. Very good. 399. He gets only up to the amount, which is for him, but he already took out one. It's a trick question. He took one, so now it's 399. Very good. Over here, again, it's Ari Rosh Hashanah, so we have to say the famous, famous marshal of the Chavetz Chaim. It's like there's a guy... That all the kids, everybody was talking about this guy. They called him a Shaita, like Rashi says, Shaita. Why is it Shaita? Because he went all the way from, I, don't, I remember the Pishabog, whatever the, the, the place was. He went from Radin all the way to Vilna to get a Shmek Tabak. You know what Shmek Tabak is, right? Here in Israel, everybody, I, just in case you don't know, it's this thing right over here. Everybody, you know, the plastic one. They don't even do it in silver here. So a, a little snuff. For one snuff, he went all the way to Radin. So the Chavetz Chaim said, all the way to Vilna and back. Chavz Chaim said, you know what? We're the same thing. We come all the way from up there. It's a very, very long trip. And what do we come down here? For a mamish, for a few bucks to make a million dollars. For nothing. If you come here, if you, you go on a trip and you, 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 uh, you matzliach, you bring back real schayra, great. That's what happened over here. This guy went all the way over there. Only... To spend more money than he came for. That's the guy. Choir is the best choir. In the Mishnah it says. He should swear. How much he spent. And by his Shavua, based on his shvua. He'll take from the wife. So Ravasi says. A line. That we have to understand what he means. It depends if. There's more, this more profit or equal profit to this to the expense. This could go against the husband and it could go for the husband. So we have a machalik is what it is. Let's say the, the profit was more than the expenses. This is good for the husband. The husband doesn't have to swear if. The profit is more than the expense. It makes no sense what you're saying. Let's say the profit is $1,000. And the expense was $50. So you know what he's gonna say? He's gonna say the expenses were nine He'll lie. He'll go all the way up to the profit. Minus a little bit. And then he's going to collect the $999 without a shvua. That's not fair. This goes against the husband. If his expenses were more than the profit, then he could only go, like in our case, with the guy that spent 600 he only gets $400. The exp- expenses is as much as The prophet and no more. And he has to swear. Says the Gemara, The husband is like a sheer crapper in the field. Instead of him doing the work, he decided, you know what, let me hire outside service. And the husband ate a little bit. We must say that he ate a little bit. When he eats a little bit, what happens? Now there's no cheshman. It doesn't matter how much you spend, he doesn't get anything back. It's a loss. So the question is, did the sharecroppers go into the field based on him? So if the husband gets zero, they get zero. No, they didn't go in with the dance of the husband. They went in for the field, to work the field. So they should get paid like a regular shearcrapper, you should get paid a third. Either zero or a third. Do we go based on the husband? The husband brought him in there? Or do we go based on the field? The the case of a person going into somebody else's field, installing an air conditioner without permission. Yeah, so we, we see how much the whole thing is, and then we give him the least of the two. We give him the, the expenses or the, the the profit of the field, whatever is less. says Gamar, Says Gamar, no, it's worse than a case of me going into somebody else's field. The artist who goes and works the wife's field is worse than a regular guy that goes into somebody else's field. Why? Because she could say, I have a husband. My husband would do it for free. If my husband eats one date, that's it, I don't pay him at all. So, who asked you to come into my field and work the field and I have to pay you a third of, the, of all the profits? I have a guy that's gonna do it for free. May have a But what's that law? If he's a good farmer, so you'd probably work the field. If he's a good farmer, he could work it. So, they come instead of him and she can't, and she has a good tie She says, Listen, I have a good farmer husband. But if he is? I don't know. He's in Kailo, He doesn't know anything about farms. Then the field is set up to be worked on by a typical sharecropper. So let her pay the the the, the going wage of a sharecropper. Yeah, it's it's ready. She wants it to be worked. In the case if she doesn't want it to be worked or she wants something else planted there, then they only get. The expenses, but if she wants it to be worth and they planted what she wanted to be worth, she has to pay like a regular going wage. Very interesting Shailah. The husband, as we said, he gets all the produce. The, the wife, she gets to keep the principal. Goes as Chacham and makes a great deal. He's gonna sell the Karka a 40 year lease. He wants all the money up front, it's a great deal. Could he do that? Since he owns all the produce of this field until he gets divorced, he sells it right now. Whatever he owns, he gave over, he sold. Why did Chachamim say that the husband gets the produce even though he doesn't own the field, it's hers, in order that he brings in money on on a consistent basis? Yes, you're right. Now you made a million dollars. But you know what happens with a million dollars? You know what the people, when they, when they win the lottery, they don't have uh, consistent income. She doesn't want that. She wants every month. She wants money coming in every month. She doesn't want a big giant sum in one shot. So we see here, until now, we were talking about why does the husband get payrolls? What do we say? The whole Masechta, because he's responsible if she gets kidnapped and he has to, he has to pay the ransom. Over here we see another Svarah, second Svarah. She wants parnas in the house. She's willing that he gets to eat because he's going to work the field. She's going to bring in a consistent salary. In honor of Yankee Baum and Moshe Horn, bracha b'atzal magutki ben chiyar. In honor of my uncle, Rabbi Alchanan Pressman, and as a schos for a year filled with mazel brocha, tzlocha, simchas, and parnasal bereva. Ah! And as a schos. I thought it's a schos for Alchanan Pressman. Now he, I think he wants this. I'm learning it differently. It's his own schos, maybe. Okay, whatever. Everyone, everyone. good you are everybody. Rabbi Papa, I don't know if anybody's going to be here tomorrow. If they are, great. If not, I, I should mention, I need to ask Stoyle Mechila for... Matsushab is coming late, wasting your time, bit Torah, insulting people, getting on your nerves, whatever it is. What? <laughs> Are you Michael? <laughs> Gary, you Michael? Especially you, I have to ask you, Michila. There's a bunch of people in here. Where's David Feiner Feinberg? What's his name? <laughs> Not remembering his name. <laughs> I ask you Makila for that. <laughs> okay, Bames, be Michael me, please. Uh-oh. I have a story that I was debating if I should say because it makes me look really bad. If you remind me tomorrow, maybe I'll say it. I don't know. Yeah, okay. It's, it's a long share tonight. We'll say it a different time. I'm still debating. It makes me feel it's very vulnerable. Sorry, I skipped. Two lines down. If the awesome goes and sells, great. If he sells all his payrolls for all the years, it works. So have a No, you can't do it one year at a time, one crap at a time. Says Papa, you should know, because Rab Papa, right. So Rab Papa is arguing. He says, I heard from Rabba. Who says in the name of Rava I'm telling you says Rav Papa he didn't hear it from his mouth it was a different he heard a story and he's being mediaic from that story it's not fear I heard it from R- Rava's mouth The what this by the way, I despise this guy I hope he's not a talk or something I, I, I really don't like the this story. there's a guy who his wife brings in two slaves into the marriage. So, first, not such a nice thing that he did. He goes ahead and he marries another woman. In addition to that, this minayu. he takes the slave that his first wife gave him, he gives it as a gift to his second wife. Can you imagine? Gosh, this wife is, she's furious. So what does she do? She screamed. didn't pay any attention to her. Okay, Because you know, stop screaming when you dive in and you scream, it doesn't do it. You have to have kavana when you scream, right? You have, to have, you have to know what you're talking about. So those who saw it, oh, that's why Yehudim Mar, Barmire Mar, he thought, maybe that's what he thought. He saw Rava saying, no, get out of here, because the husband is the right. He can go ahead and sell as he pleases that's not what happened the whole point is that we want that why could the husband share in the, in the produce because we want a consistent salary we want something good for the house yes you're right that he took the slave and he gave it to, to the second wife which was not such a nice thing but that slave is still going to produce for the house, at the end of the day they live in the same house and yes she's a private slave to that woman but she also makes breakfast for everybody and she does the laundry and this and that, so it's good for the house the halacha is that if the husband goes and takes the, the, the field and he sells the, the produce, only the produce of the field forever, it's garnished. We're concerned that, and Rashi says something very interesting. You know, the field fields have nutrients, and even today, in order when you when you grow crap today, you what's the word? You um, you use up the 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 nutrients in the ground so what they do is today they they use fertilizer and stuff like that rashi talks about fertilizer if you don't fertilize the ground you could you could deplete all the nutrients i don't know how it works and if it's an everlasting problem maybe you could just throw it seems like you're ruining the field you think that you know it's just ground no you can ruin it and if it's not yours you don't care about it that guy that, that bought the pay he doesn't care about my field. He's just going to take whatever produce he has and he's going to ruin my field. And I can put my foot down. Rava Omar, Mishum Revach, The reason why you can't sell off the pay forever is because you're not bringing consistent salary. My Benayu, according to both Shittas, you can't do it. It's not a good Mechira. But what's the, what's the Nafkem Benayu, the the Masa. If it's very close to the city, so the wife can keep a good eye on it and see if the guy is, Fertilizing her, make sure that he fertilizes it. Inami If the husband, her husband, he sells off all the Paris, they do that a lot. You know, you sell a business, but you work in the business, you make sure, you know, they, they keep you on for a little bit. So they, they're keeping him on to be the artist, He'll make sure that they don't destroy the field because it's not good for him. Because at the end of the day, if the wife dies, he gets to keep the whole field. He, wa- he wants to make sure the field is good. Inami, Zuzi, he made a lot of cash. because He's doing business with it, so it's good for her. If she sells it for millions of dollars, and he's able to bring in a steady income, that's also good for her. The official Mishnah is sponsored by Moshe Cohen. It should have a great, good, good bench and in everything. Says the Mishnah. So why not? <laughs> Go back to the famous case here. We have Ruvain who's married to Rachel. And Ruvain has a brother called Shimon. And Ruvain was not here ever on Matzah Shabbos. He could always saw this thing on Matzah Shabbos. He does one of these. He goes sideways. So Rachel falls li'ibum. Falls li'ibum. But he wasn't in yabim yet. He's deciding. She's a shtickle Yushalmi. She's a shtickle Americanish. a So he's debating. He's debating. The Misa, she, she has fish and chickens or whatever. So either does chalitza yibam, but in between period, there's a zika. There's a bond. Is that bond like a marriage, like erusin? Because we had a whole Mishnah before. If they remember the four cases that the Rishkuel missed by one day. The four cases, Erusin does it. Is it like Erison? Are they engaged? Not engaged? What's going on? So that was in, in Yavamas We learned that it's not. It's a little bit of a bomb. And not so much. As she's waiting in the wings to, for Shimon to make up his mind. She inherits a ton of money. She's not considered engaged. She has no connection to Shimon really right now. So she go and sell whatever she wants. Mesa. What if she dies? So very interesting, Rashi points out that the word ksuba over here, until now in ksubas we're learning, what does ksuba mean? Ksuba means the actual 200 zoos or whatever is in the ksuba, plus all the additions. Not here. Over here it means that also, but it also means nixe soim barzel metal sheep. You see? Metal sheep. What does that mean? That when she brings things in, he takes a chryas for it, Whatever the price is, the nursing home, as they get married, that's what he's going to pay her back 30 years later. You buy a nursing home in the 70s. It costs $10,500. In 2022, when they get divorced, he gives you $10,500 on a $300 million building. That's how it works. There's insurance. It's a guarantee. And it's called ksuba because it's in the ksuba. You write it down in ksuba. Versus nixta We're talking about the whole time, nixta We're going to mention in a second. That's something that he doesn't take any but he gets to use the pay rise. is more like his, says the Mishnah. So if she dies, what should we do with the What should we do with the whole Ksuba? And then Nichse Milog. the that come into the marriage, go out when she gets divorced. For this, you also need Rashi, because it mentions a bunch of things in the Mishnah. It mentions Tsoimbarazel, the Ksuba itself the Toshsefes Ksuba, and Nixi milug. All those things said Rashi, when B'Shamayi say Yachlaiku, he's only talking about one thing only, and that's Nixi Milug. Okay, just uh, write it down in Yimari if you can. Yachlaiku only on the Milog, not on the rest of the stuff in the Mishnah. Yachlaiku Yershei Habal im Yershei Av. Also interesting Lashon, Yershei Habal means who? Who's the Yerush of the husband? Her husband, her late husband that died, who's the Yerush of him? The Yavah. Yorshay equals Yavam. In it should really say Im HaIsha, but it means the father of the wife. Okay, it's an interesting lashonim, in just to uh, mess with us a little bit. Yorshay and So there's a right, there's two families fighting for 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 what's going on here. The the family of the husband, the late husband, they want everything, and the family of the wife want everything. So they do a yechlegu. On the milug, which one? Nechassim over here. Now we're doing a little bit of a switch. Why not? Nechassim is referring to? Saim Barzal. Tsubah refers to Nechassim So over here, Nechassim means Tsarim Barzal. Bechaskassim. What does Bechaskassim mean? So Bechaskassim L'Chari means, Rashi brings, that it's a mechloikis. That's why it doesn't mention in the Mishnah exactly what it is. It's in the Chazak of where it could be. And in fact, the Shukhanar Paskins in this, that's a Mechlaikas. Uh, you do Yechlaikas. Sorry. You do yakhlaikas. Because of Mechlaikas and we don't know what to do, we do yachlaiku. So Bechaskasan actually means yachlaiku according to the Shukhanar. Again, doesn't mention is it the bow or I think that's, that's why you say that the word chaskasan means it's a suffix and you do yachlaiku. Uksuba, now over here we're talking about the real Ksuba, Bechaskas Yerusha That goes to the husband's side, because he's holding on to the money. That goes to the wife's side, because that came from the wife's family, so it goes back to the wife's family. If the brother who died, left cash, you buy real estate, and he, the Yavam gets to eat the produce. What if it's not cash, it's just fruit, we had this before, similar case. You buy real estate with the fruit and it gets the benefit from the produce. If it's attached to the ground, we had this also. How much is a field that has let's say uh, a, the, the grain grew one third, how much is worth without that grain that's a third? And whatever's left over you buy the difference. With the difference, you buy real estate and you eat the fruit. We're just going to do until then end the Mishnah and then we'll prepare for tomorrow. Fruit that's attached to the ground, that's the husband's completely. The If it's detached, whoever comes first. The Yovam grabs it, it says, Interesting. Again, you need Rashi for this. What is Khatmahi? When did she grab it? You would never believe this. Rashi says only when her husband, her first husband, is alive. So you take it and you buy real estate. Once a Yavam marries her, so in this case, when Shimon decides to marry this Yushami lady, she's his wife, and we had this in Yavamis, she turns into a regular wife. Meaning, what if he divorces her? She's really a sister in law, and you're only allowed to marry sister in law in one condition that the brother died without children. So now he's Mikhail Mitzvah Yivum, then he divorces her. Isn't he still a sister in law? Isn't she still a sister in law? No. Once he marries, she turns into a regular woman, a regular wife. And, But the guarantee for the Ksuba, that is on the first husband, (coughs) her original husband's belongings, even though, guess who owns all his Nechassim now? The brother who does the Yivam gets all the Yerusha from the brother. He doesn't split it with the other brothers. But the guarantee, right? So you have two brothers, you have Reuven and Shimon. Reuven left a million dollars. So the Ksuba of the Yivama is on that million dollars. Shimon is Miyabim the Yavama. He gets all the million dollars. Now he's married to her. But he also has a million dollars. Her Suba cannot be uh, paid off from, from Shimon's million. Only from Reuben's million. That's the Allah. Well, if he doesn't have any money, there's no money left. So then you go back to Shimon. So we have to understand what the difference is really. This is a very interesting Allah. Allah is like this. The million that do- let's say Bill Gates. Bill Gates, how much is he worth It I don't know. $130 billion, let's say. He leaves over, what's that shaita's name? Okay, we don't even want to say her name. Melinda. Okay, Melinda. Melinda the Yivama. Bill Gates' brother is Miyabim the Yivama. Guess what? He can't touch the $130 billion. Why? Unbelievable Allah because he owes Melinda $3,000. Whatever Xuba is, let's say, let's call it $3,000. It's time to make the massive mortgage mark, $20,000. He cannot touch the $130 billion because the $130 billion is there as a security to Melinda. You hear what's going on here? $130 billion and $20,000. So what is he gonna do, this guy? He's gonna take $20,000 in cash and give it to her. Here, here's Xuba, you know, if we ever get divorced, here it is, no. I don't want it you're scaring me with it you, what are you saying you're going to divorce me no I don't want it so he doesn't touch the so what's the Eitzah there's only one Eitzah Menachem you divorce her and you marry her back that's it there's no other Eitzah he's stuck he wants he wants the 130 it's right there in front of him can't touch it yeah She. you got to be careful what? why not? yeah yeah that's what we just discussed a second ago All the money of the Yavam goes towards the Ksuba, is there for security. He shouldn't tell his own wife. You know what? Don't worry about it. Here's some cash. Let me show you. I'll put it inside. Everything is there for the wife as well. So by the Sivama, when he's Megarisher, It's very interesting, she only has a ksuba, meaning the ksuba is still, when he takes her back, is still from the the original husband. When he takes her back, she's like a regular wife, she only gets the ksuba from the first guy. Rabo have a wonderful evening, have a wonderful, if I don't see you, a wonderful year. Shkoya hold the guest, Shkoya, Shkoiach.